0: The following program is underwritten by... It's important to handle any pet behavioral issues with love and care rather than pain and punishment. That's why Dr. Roger Mugford from the Company of Animals created the Pet Corrector, which allows you to safely change unwanted behaviors in your dog, like barking with a simple... (laughs) Order yours today at Mm www.companyofanimals.us.
1: Celebrating the connection with our pets... This is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White and groomer Joey Villani, and here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis.
2: Well, it is uh, very ghoulish in here today, all of the animals dressed up in their Halloween costumes, and uh, we ought to just get a group picture, or a picture of some of these animals, put them up on the uh, yeah. website, because it is so absolutely adorable. Most of them like it, uh, except I, I think Nikki. Nikki's having trouble with.
3: <laughs> There's nothing going on in that Gail's head. She just did not want to wear a hat.
2: <laughs> and who can blame her? You know, some animals really get into this holiday, and then some, uh, you know, would rather just be curled up underneath the couch during the, that time because everything looks foreign to them, and it kind of freaks them out. They can be freaked out real easy.
4: Yeah, I know my cat. If I just, I have a headband with horns, and I can sit right there and look at him. And I put the headbands on, and he arches up. And I take him off, and he sits back down. I put the headband on, and he arches up. It's like. I'm right here in front of you. What's the the difference? I'm the same. I just put him on my head and he arches up. It is so please. Uh,
3: yeah, Nikki, she has a thing where we walk through the neighborhood and neighbors put up a lot of those little fake gravestones and the ghouls <laughs> crawling. And she, every year, she gets really just disturbed. And it takes her a couple of times of walking around the neighborhood to see this until she realizes they're really not crawling out of the earth to get her.
2: Now, of course, this is a busy time of the year at the office for you because of all of mm, the sure. candy and uh, all the crap that uh, the dogs ingest,
5: right?
3: Yeah, well, uh, there's a lot of, the, not just the chocolate, but the the other candy. So you know dog that eats lollipops you know there's things like the physical hazards of um, the foreign objects of having a lollipop uh, stick in their stomach mm. um, so we see that kind of thing and then just you know the sweets there's so many different things when when kids have those things and they have them around their toys then those toys might even smell like sweets and then oh. um, I've seen it happen in my own household where anything next to the candy was ingested because it it has that strong Ooh, odor. Wow. So they really can get into a lot of foreign object injection ingestions as well as, you know, the risk of the candies and stomach upset and vomiting issues.
2: And not just chocolate, but uh don't they uh you know that fake sweetener what is that, xylitol? xylitol.
3: Xylitol, yeah. So, and a lot of people think that giving sugar-free gum is a great uh, alternative to these sweets to kids. Um, but a lot of the sugar-free gums contain xylitol, which is very toxic. And actually, believe it or not, one piece of this can actually kill Oof. a dog. Oof. So if just turn your, your container over, I've, I've yelled at folks that leave their purses on the floor and having a dog in the house. If you have this in your purse and they reach in there, you really don't want that kind of emergency. Their blood sugar drops rapidly. They can go into liver failure and it is a a devastating emergency when that happens
2: okay so keep your animals safe and uh, comfortable during this holiday over the next weekend i know that ladybug the studio stunt dog she enjoys getting dressed up she knows she gets all the extra attention she knows people are looking at her and she she loves it Yeah, she struts her
4: stuff. She's a diva. (laughs) She is.
2: So, Lori, Miss Lori Brooks, working so hard in the newsroom, she's the only serious Uh person here. Well, Dr. Debbie, you're serious, too. Both of you are indispensable. Like uh, uh, Judy and I and and Joey, we can all... (laughs) you
6: should stop.
2: (laughs) What are you working on?
6: Well, I don't know that I can add anything to what you guys were talking about. But just a a tiny bit more on top of that, we have coming up in the news some of the things that uh, about how your pets perceive Halloween and maybe some of the things that you haven't considered about maybe taking your pet along as you go out trick-or-treating. Mm, okay.
2: That's on the way. Let's go to the phones right now for your calls. Hi, Ellen.
0: Hi. How are you?
2: Good. Where are you calling from today?
0: I'm calling from Clearwater, Florida.
2: Clearwater, Florida. You have that kind of New York accent. Did you, did you go from <laughs> Florida, New York? New Brooklyn. Uh, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> how can we help you today?
0: Um, I have two dogs. One's a retired service dog at 12 years old, so she's kind of big. Shepherd and something else. And I have a 19-year-old Pomeranian chow, um, chihuahua. Okay. Okay. And I took my dog to the vet, um, three weeks ago and for, to get groomed, get their shots, and, um, stay overnight. My vet is telling me now they cannot stay overnight until they get a flu shot. Okay.
4: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: I'm really confused on the flu shot because, the flu shot for people is not the flu this year. It's the last year. Mm-hmm. And when sure. I tried to clarify with her, this is the flu shot for this year, mm-hmm. she said yes. I okay. said, well, then why don't don't they do that for
3: people? Well, right? That's a great and question. she
0: said, I, need to, I can't bring them in to stay overnight anymore until I get them a flu shot. I'm concerned with their age, okay? My... And this is people. My stepdad had the flu shot, never had it before, never had the flu, had the flu for two years after he got the shot. Okay, Okay? all right. And um, (laughs) I I don't – she's telling me because all the dogs from Canada are coming down here for vacation in the winter.
3: Okay, all right. Let's start, and we're going to dissect this and try to hit all those points because there's a lot of really good questions you have in there. So the canine influenza virus is – Similar but different than the human flu. So what we consider necessary for human vaccination guidelines is very different than in dogs for a couple different reasons. One of the big things on the radar, um, especially since this last year in Chicago, they had that epidemic of uh, flu in the um, Midwest area, in the Chicago area. So because that disease is more apparent and more risk um, more risky in dogs that are in group activities, whether they board, they go to dog shows, they go to daycare, they go to the groomer. They uh, may be at higher board, risk. Of my dogs quiet... stay home with me. I'm disabled. But you're taking and them The only to time
0: they really go out is to the vet.
3: Okay. So if you're planning on boarding, it is totally within a facility's right to set their vaccine parameters according to the infectious disease risk of the area. Okay. So if you're boarding at a place that feels that there is influenza in the area, and they are going to dictate that that is necessary, then that is certainly in your pet's best interest to have them protected for that. And right. not every right. area in the country has the same uh, incidence of canine flu. It's very different than people. People, it passes like the wind, and it'll cross the country. It's very easily passed from person to person because of our dogs activities are different than people we're not every every dog isn't going out and getting on the bus or getting on an airplane yeah. or going into the grocery store so they're not having the same same congregation issues so the transmission of the disease is not as widespread as what the human influenza is so okay, will there because, be other vaccinations if, um down the road upgrades of the flu vaccine maybe at some point because we know there are two strains of canine influenza that are and now out, the H3N8 and H3N2. And that was actually what we discovered this last year, is that the outbreak in the Midwest was of the new variety, the H3N2. So the vaccination for canine influenza is actually for just that original strain at this time. We don't know nor we don't know for certain people, whether the there's going to be cross reactivity of the, of the original vaccination with the new strain. However, if you have influenza in this, in your state or in your region, then it's certainly wise to have that vaccination. So, and I can tell you that canine influenza has been noted in at least 40 states across the country. So this isn't something that is unheard of. Um, but it isn't necessarily something to panic about. So you do just kind of have to weigh your pet's risk factors. And if you never board your pet, and I'm, you're not um, really I'm getting them out, out and in a, a group dog I'm, activity, then you, you may not need that.
0: So I'll have them board overnight there like that, stuff like that.
3: Yeah, so that's a that's a risk factor. If they're going to be in a group dog situation, then that's something to consider. And only, you know, your vet knows in your area what your incidence of canine influenza is. Now, one other reason, and you asked why don't we get these new upgrades of the canine influenza vaccine, and um, the human flu goes through a lot of different mutations, and because we <laughs> – haven't necessarily seen that many dogs over a period of the same length of time, we, we haven't necessarily identified all these different kind of mutations that have occurred. So when that starts to happen, yes, we may expect to see, um, you know, other flu vaccines for dogs that have more than one um, variant within that. Does that make sense?
0: Or? They're going to get pneumonia and they're going to die.
3: No, I'm not saying that. So that's a great p- point. No, Let's talk about point. what canine influenza is all about. It's a infectious virus which can cause mild to more severe uh, symptoms. So the mild symptoms, some pets actually believe it or not, 20% of them that are exposed to the virus will never show a symptom, but yet they shed the virus and they can make other dogs sick. So that now, other
0: kennel cough. There's a shot. I can't remember f- what the name of it is.
3: Yes, yeah, so can, kennel cough is what, a complex. What is a kennel cough um, shot? It begins with the B. Well, the the vaccine you're referring to is Bordetella, and it is okay, one of now many. My
0: vet has them take it two times a year.
3: Okay, I'm sorry, you're kind of cutting out, so I'm just going to get through okay, a thought okay, and just. Okay, I'm and, and,
0: sorry. My vet has them take
3: it twice a year. Right. Every okay, month. so. Is okay, that, so I'm gonna, um, let me. Please, does, please let me get through this, okay? I'm sorry, because you're cutting I'm in so and I can't hear. So, canine respiratory disease is a complex of different organisms. There's Bordetella, which is a bacteria. There's Parainfluenza, which is a virus. Um, Now, canine influenza is yet one more agent, which we throw into this mixed bag of canine infectious respiratory disease. used to be what we called kennel cough, but all of these agents cause a very similar disease process, so it's hard to know when we see a sick, coughing dog which particular agent does that mm-hmm. pet have. Sometimes they can have more than one. So right. for mild symptoms, we might have a cough, we might have a sniffly nose. Dogs with um, influenza that become more severely ill, and it's a small percentage, but they can go on to get very high fevers up to 104, up to 106. They can develop pneumonia, and the mortality right now is fortunately quite low, less than 1%, but it is something that um, if we have young pets or elderly pets or those with other health problems, they may be. Be, just like people, more at risk for developing a severe consequence from the flu. So not every pet is going to get sick, or ha- heaven forbid, die. But we do want you to be aware of that if your pet or pet is in those. Okay. Kind of so even
0: though with the 19-year-old's um, age, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. I should say, it shouldn't have a reaction on him.
3: No, I'm not going to say that. There's no, 19 year old pet is an aged pet and, and certainly your, and this is where your veterinarian is going to have to counsel you on the risk factors for vaccination with that age. And in some cases, I have dogs that can't be vaccinated for various health reasons. And if their pet yeah. is sincerely going to be in a risk situation for uh, acquiring some infectious disease, then they may do home care, uh, pet sitting, uh, you know, alternatives. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, so nobody nobody can stand there and say there's not going to be a reaction, although I can say for all the pets with influenza, you know, the, the worst I've but, seen but my pets but, that I vaccinated have actually been uh, some pain at the injection site. Um, but, you know, certainly any vaccine has its risks. So.
0: But one last question. When I asked the vet, people's um, flu shots aren't based on the flu this year. It's based on the flu last year. Mm-hmm. And then they try and guess which is this one coming up this year. And this year, I believe, or last year, they guessed it really, really wrong. Is that how it does? Or she told me there is a specific flu, and they do a shot for that.
3: Yes, and so each year for the okay, human flu, I believe there's... Okay, there's only two varieties. They would do the two varieties. Okay. okay, again, you're kind of cutting out, and so as you start talking, I can't hear what I'm saying. Okay, so... I'm sorry. Is that better? Okay, so... <laughs> okay, so, well, so my... okay, so when um we upgrade the human flu vaccine each year it's because there are so many different variants, and each human flu um, has about i think three different variants in it to date, there are only two strains of canine influenza the one that there is a vaccine is the one that has been out and about much longer the second strain is not yet in that flu vaccine and at some point it may be so um yes we don't change dog flu vaccines from year to year because we only have two strains as of right now that yeah. we know of so
0: okay thank you it helps clear up this de- uh decision
2: Okay, well okay. I got to I got to say you you have uh, the question of the year. I think that was a great question. So thank you yeah, so much very for calling oh, too. Thank you. What
0: first one asked? <laughs> You're awesome.
2: Take care of yourself.
0: Okay, thank you.
2: There she okay. goes. Toll-free 1-866-405-8405 to reach out to the Dream Team. Don't forget you can ask your questions through the uh free Animal Radio app for iPhone. It's a free download. Thanks to those folks over at Doctors, Fosters, and Smith. And don't forget, if there's a recall, whatever news that affects your pets, that's also over at the app. So plenty of reason to go download it right now. This portion of Animal Radio is underwritten by those folks over at Solid Gold making great food. In fact, for 40 years, they've been doing that. And that's a long time, really, even in people years. That's how long Solid Gold has been working to improve the lives of pets everywhere through love, care, and a little thing called holistic pet nutrition. Well-balanced nutrition and recipes you can trust. It's solid gold. Give it a try today. And thanks, guys, for underwriting Animal Radio. Dr. Marty Becker is just around the corner right here on Animal Radio. Stick around.
3: (laughs) Sorry about that. Oh, my God. You
4: were brilliant. You're so patient.
1: You're listening to Animal Radio. Find us at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. When Shelby escaped from the dog pound...
7: Yes! Oh. He wouldn't want to be you! <laughs>
1: he just needed a place to hide.
7: Who's down there? Hey, hi, kid. Ah! Oh, get me out of
1: here! But instead he found...
0: You're my new partner.
1: A new best friend.
0: You'll have to hide out down here till
1: Christmas morning. Then I can say Santa brought you. Chevy Chase, John Paul Rutan, Tom Arnold, and Rob Schneider as the voice of Shelby. Best Christmas ever. Shelby, coming soon to DVD, Digital HD, and On Demand...
0: Did that get your attention? That's how it works on your dog. Correcting undesirable behaviors. It's important to handle any pet behavioral issues with love and care, rather than pain or punishment. The Pet Corrector allows you to safely change unwanted behaviors in your dog, like excessive barking, stealing food or shoes, or chasing people and dogs. With a simple, you can stop all these problems. Find out more at www.companyofanimals.us and get the dog you've always wanted. Right, Max? (coughs)
7: Stella & Chewy's believes that selecting the best food is one of the most important decisions an owner can make for their pet. We believe that pets thrive when they're fed the same diet they'd get in the wild. Dogs and cats are carnivores, and meal mixers are a quick and convenient way to mix a little raw nutrition and great taste into their diet. Made from premium raw ingredients, like grass-fed meat and cage-free poultry, with organic fruits and vegetables, meal mixers help kickstart your kibble. Learn more at StellaAndChewy's.com.
8: Hey folks, this is Jackson Galaxy. You're listening to Animal Radio. Please
1: do everyone a favor, spay or neuter your animals today. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Animal Radio, toll
2: free, one 405 We'll go back to the phones in just a couple of seconds for your calls for uh, Dogfather Joey Villani and Dr. Debbie, or just to say hello, we want to hear from you. It's toll-free, and I like free. You know how I like free, right? That's your favorite. That is my favorite. And, in fact, the Healthy, Happy Dog Summit is coming up, and that is free. When I first heard about this, I figured, oh, I can't afford this. <laughs> there are over 30 world experts. Let me just give you a couple of them that are going to be there. Uh, Sonia Fitzpatrick, we all know her as probably one of the best animal communicators mm-hmm. around. Dr. Jean Dodds, Victoria Stillwell.
6: Wow. I love her.
2: Dr. Nicholas Dodman. These are just a few of the people that will be lecturing. I don't want to say lecturing. They'll be giving you advice of how to make your life with your pet healthier and happier. And it's free, and it starts on Monday. And uh, all you have to do is head on over to animalradio.com slash summit. And you can pick up on 30 expert lectures uh, from these amazing talents. And that all starts this Monday, animalradio.com slash summit. They're going to be teaching on Canine care and grooming, positive training, uh, dealing with problem behaviors, traveling with your pet, proper nutrition, healthy exercise, recognizing illnesses, all of these great topics, and it's free. Did I tell you that I love free? That's A few times. times. I, I love, love free. Fitness. That's your favorite. We know <laughs> Lori, what are you working on over there in the newsroom?
6: Oh, Dolly the dog is in here with me. I'm sure you can smell her from there. Yes. Um, yeah, <laughs> She's got that famous bulldog gas going today. I'm not quite sure well, about that. Oh. <laughs>
9: <laughs> okay,
6: that's why I have my door closed. It wasn't you guys. Thank you but, so much. Um, I, I try to do my best. I try to be kind that way. Um, hopefully, everybody was part of the National Pet Obesity Awareness Day, which was earlier this month. I mean, it was it was really a big deal because we're finally becoming aware of how horrible it is, not just for humans, but for pets to be obese. Mm-hmm. So we'll tell you some ways that you can actually tell if your pet is overweight?
2: Now, is Dolly. Yeah, because there's is she overweight? There's
6: different ways to tell. Yeah,
2: she is overweight. Yeah,
6: uh, no, she's not. I but I have worked very hard in the last year to make sure that even though she's ten, which is pretty old for a bulldog, that uh, she's very fit.
3: Yes, okay. and it's so important, you know. I'm gonna to have to say something because I think so many people think, "Oh, I'm just gonna feed them what they want, and they're gonna to to live a happy life." But they'll live a longer, happier, healthier life if we don't get that cheeseburger from the drive-through for your pet oh, or yes. feed those table scraps. Isn't
2: there like some crazy statistic that like 60% are overweight,
3: overweight or obese to some degree? Yeah. I think they say it's uh, 54%. 54. Was the figure that
6: I last read for Holy this story? Holy moly!
3: Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah. That and comes that's, from the Morris Animal Foundation. Mm. And it's going to be all the same things that happens in people as in animals. Heart disease, joint problems, orthopedic problems. Um, so we do see a lot and even skin infections from carrying excess weight and skin folds rubbing. So there's a whole lot of things that really can happen.
2: Well, you know, Americans are kind of overweight altogether in other countries where they're not overweight. Do you find that the animals have obesity problems or that they're, they're in check there?
3: You know, that would be a great parallel to really look at. And I think of this more and more as we treat our pets, as we do ourselves, and we expect to treat them like children, we're going to see those same types of problems. So, so uh, I can't speak on that, you know. Country by country, but it is an increasing problem.
6: You know, like with humans, there is a lot of problems that are solved by losing a little weight. I think so.
2: you have all that less weight on their bones. And with Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, her little legs are like twigs. They're like toothpicks. Mm-hmm. And she she gets out of <laughs> out of check on her weight that can affect her legs.
3: Yeah, and you know, I know you guys don't like to give medications that you don't feel need to be done. And the number one thing that people can do to empower their pet's health is and to get off of medications. If you have an older, arthritic pet that's overweight, get the weight off. My goodness, I can't tell you how many dogs we can take off of pain medications once they get that excessive weight off.
2: Great advice. Would you like to talk to Dr. Debbie right now or Joey Valani, the dog father? It's toll free, 1 866 405 8405. Don't forget, you can also. Also ask your questions from the Animal Radio app for iPhone, Android, and BlackBerry. What was that? BlackBerry. It's a
6: free download. She's just rolling on her back, looking back at her tennis ball and and just, you know, like wiggling her feet. Just glee.
5: Time for another NutriLife
6: Pet Tip. So how does your pet get liver
2: disease? Let's say you had a stray cat that you adopted, and maybe before you adopted it, before you gave them that luxurious life they have right now, they rummage through the garbage. They may have been exposed to dangerous toxins.
4: And now all of a sudden you see that they have a loss of appetite, and you notice that their eyes are yellow.
2: That means something's up with the liver, and it could be liver disease. Check your pet for these symptoms, and make sure they have a healthy, happy liver. That was a NutriLife Pet Tip. Visit Nutri-Life Pet. Sadly, many dogs suffer with weak joints, affecting their ability to walk. Thankfully, there's Ultra Joint and Liver Support from Neutralife Pet with Sam E., the proven supplement for joint health. Ultra Joint and Liver Support from Neutralife Pet can help restore your animal's quality of life. Buy one box of Ultra Joint and Liver Support and get one free by using coupon code ANIMALRADIO. Order yours at www.nutralifepet.com. And get your pet
1: up and running. Hello, I'm David Bellamy, the Bellamy Brothers. And we're on Animal Radio. Love your animals. You're listening to Animal Radio. Find us at AnimalRadio.com. Log on, learn more.
10: This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster & Smith Pet Pharmacy with prescription medications and over-the-counter products like Advantix Flea & Tick medication delivered right to your door. Learn more at fosterandsmith.com. I'm Lori Brooks. We observed National Pet Obesity
6: Awareness Day this month. Did you take part in that? We all know that being overweight can seriously impact our health and that of our pets. And obesity is, you know, of course, a growing problem for people with the Centers of Disease Control estimating that as many as 70% of adults in our country are obese or overweight. Now, the statistics, almost as bad for our pets. The Association for Pet Obesity Prevention, they estimate that over half 54% Fifty-four percent of cats and dogs in the U.S. are overweight or obese. So how do you know? Maybe your you know, your dog or your cat is kind of borderline. Well, you should be able to feel your pet's ribs easily. You should be able to, when you look at them from above and you're looking down on them, you should be able to see a waist on your pet. And you should not see a sagging stomach when you view your pet from the side. Now, pets often find it truly scary this time of year. So be warned that the things that make Halloween a treat for people can often overwhelm pets. And some parts of Halloween can be downright dangerous to them. Good advice to pet owners is pretty simple and clear. So while you're out enjoying the fun, make sure your pet or pets have a pet haven in a room where they can feel safe, comfortable, and relaxed. Be sure to keep your pets away from the festivities in their safe room. Masks and costumes change how people look and even smell to a pet. So even familiar people could become frightening to your pet. And when you're going out trick-or-treating, I know it's tempting, but leave your dog at home. Dogs can be easily excited by the Halloween commotion, and it might even put them in a situation to bite or get loose and become lost. And that'll bring a quick end to all of the fun that everyone was looking forward to. The top Halloween hazards for pets are escaping and being poisoned, so be careful. I'm Lori Brooks. Get more breaking animal news anytime at AnimalRadio.com.
10: This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster & Smith Pet Pharmacy. With everyday low prices on products like Quellin and Rimadyl, delivered right to your door with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Learn more at FosterAndSmith.com.
5: Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies have a vet VIPPS accredited online pharmacy covering all your pet's needs from heartworm medications and anti-inflammatories like Remedil to non-prescription items like canine Advantix flea and tick preventive. Doctors Foster & Smith has your pet covered. We'll even contact your vet for you, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day with free shipping on orders over $49. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first.
11: Did you know canine caviar diets are formulated with common health concerns in mind? Such as diabetes, cancer, and kidney disease. You see, canine caviar uses low GI carbs, which reduce hunger and prolong physical endurance. Free of GMO, gluten, hormones, steroids, and antibiotics, Canine Caviar's five-star dog and cat foods are the only alkaline-based foods in the world, and that promotes a healthy lifestyle for your furry family. Find out more at CanineCaviar.com.
12: Hello, this is Dr. Paul on Animal Radio. Take care of the pets and make sure that in these hot days, that they get in lots of water and don't tie them outside in the sun because then they get a heat stroke.
1: You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Hi, Cindy. How are you doing?
13: Hi, just fine. How, how are you guys?
2: Very good. Where are you? Great.
13: Um, I am in Pennsylvania right now.
2: Pennsylvania. Are you a driver? Yes, I am. Well, you are on with the great Dr. Debbie.
13: Thank you. Um, well, hi. Dr. Demby, hi. I have a question. We have two cats that travel in the truck with us for the, their whole life. They're both 15 years old. Um, okay. The one, um, who's always been very vocal, but recently he will just start screaming for no reason at all. Um, okay. now we are scheduled to be home at the end of the month. They are scheduled for their annual checkup. Um, but I'm kind of interested to find out what you have to say, your opinion. Um, why all of a sudden he would, I mean, he'll just wake up and just start hollering. Or he'll be up sitting on the dash, watching the traffic, whatever, and he'll jump off the, the, uh, the dash and just start screaming. And, you know, as soon as you talk to him and maybe pick him up and whatever, he stops. But he's just been doing this the
3: last couple months. Okay. And and you mentioned at one time that he was doing it after he was sleeping. He woke up and started doing this behavior? Yes, yeah. Um, A couple times he'll wake up and,
13: and, um, and just start hollering.
3: Okay. Well, you know, there's there's definitely a couple things that really come to mind here, Cindy, when I'm thinking of an older kitty that starts vocalizing kind of inappropriately. And the first things that I would have on your agenda to have checked out are going to be some things like uh, checking our blood pressure because older cats commonly can have high blood pressure, and that can actually cause them to be um, over-vocal and even inappropriately so. Um, another big problem that we can see with older kitties is a thyroid problem uh, where their thyroid gland produces too much of the thyroid hormone, and that, too, causes some anxiety-type behaviors, um, but it also can cause them to do this vocalizing-type thing.
13: Okay, okay. Yeah. I- I have read about uh, overactive thyroid in, um, in cats, but I had not read about the vocalizing part of it. Um, mm-hmm.
3: But I will, I, I will um, talk to my vet about that. Um, Yeah, I'd get some basic tests done. There's even a couple other scenarios that I'd want to mention as well for you um, because sometimes they get passed up a little bit, we don't think that cats can have these kind of problems, Um, one of them being arthritis. And older cats, um, you know, they don't have the same kind of ways of showing their aches and pains to us as a dog might, where they're slow getting up and down. But cats can sometimes um, have problems where they're vocalizing. So that can be a kind of a vague sign of pain um not just from the joints, but from somewhere else, and okay. then the other thing I, I'd want to mention
13: I poked around, and i don't
3: he doesn't seem to respond to any poking you know
13: um good. And, that's, and, good and that's and that's what concerned me. I thought you know like like you say maybe maybe he was getting a little bit of arthritis, but he doesn't seem to respond to any poking and tugging and all that kind of stuff that I seem to do yeah. to him
3: um yeah. Yeah, And even less understood, but it is seen in cats, is basically the equivalent of kitty senility. And at that age group, we can see older cat, cats have some behavioral problems. And they're really, truly driven by a, a problem within the brain, which, which is close to kind of like the human Alzheimer's. So that, too, is kind of diagnosed if we kind of roll out all these other possibilities and make sure we're not dealing with something more uh, tangible that we can kind of touch or treat with medication but cognitive dysfunction or the senility problem there is a medicine which um, i've used for some older cats and it can help them if we're dealing with that so cindy i got a lot of possibilities here oh, right, right. And, that's uh, good that's good because those are some subjects that i can bring up
13: um with my vet uh and get some answers to um you know i, I second opinions are 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 not necessarily a bad thing. So, um,
3: Absolutely. Like
13: I say, he does already have um, uh, a scheduled annual checkup uh at the end of this month and and I will um, cuz it's really starting to concern us. Um Absolutely, it's really yeah. really out of uh, character for him.
3: Well, very good. Well, I hope that helps you out. And uh, as you work your way through this senior kitty problem, nobody likes when our pets get older. If you have a question, this is Dr. Debbie. Give me a call, one 405 8405
2: Well, this healthy helping of Animal Radio was underwritten by Stella and Chewy's. We all know pets thrive. Well, maybe we don't all know. I'll tell you. You should know. Pets thrive when they're fed the same food they would get in the wild. And meal mixers, they're an easy, convenient way to add raw, nutrient-rich meat, wholesome fruits, vegetables, probiotics, and antioxidants to any diet. Learn more over at StellaAndChewies.com. And thanks, guys, for underwriting Animal Radio.
1: You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405.
7: Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Children at a Swedish school were recently terrorized by a drunken elk. Yes, I said drunk. Officials said the elk might have gotten a little tipsy from eating fermented apples. The elk was thought to have been attracted to the apple trees near the school, and after sampling some, he started acting irrationally. Not driving or anything, just wacky enough to scare the children. In other deer-related news, a Wisconsin woman's decorative ceramic lawn deer was attacked by the real thing leaving it headless. Police reporting to the scene were able to identify the track marks from a real deer who, obviously, won the fight. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio.
0: Hi, this is Elaine Boosler on Animal Radio. Stay new to your pets and some of your exes. <laughs> <laughs> Up next, a call for
2: Dr. Debbie. We have Lynn on the phone. Hi, Lynn.
13: Hi. Uh, what I was wanting to know is, can I feed my cat raw meat and fish as opposed to the canned stuff so that it's pure? And would I have to add vitamins and taurine to it if I did?
3: Well, I'd have to say that, you know, we know that kitties are obligate carnivores, so they need meat. Um, I am not a fan of feeding raw meat and fish in a substitution for a good, quality, balanced commercial cat food for a couple reasons. And you mentioned one thing, taurine, which is an important amino acid that if we do feed, a raw meat, raw fish-based diet, we're going to very likely run into multiple deficiencies, including a taurine deficiency, which is so important for cats. They have a four-time greater need for this amino acid than dogs do. So it's very easy for them, if we don't meet their needs with diet, that they can have a problem leading into all sorts of heart problems and eye problems. So. Um, no, I don't think that feeding just a supplement is going to make up for that. Um, there's also going to be other um, amino acids, um, nutrients, um, there's even kitties that will have a thiamine deficiency, which is a B vitamin, and that can actually result because feeding raw fish actually can have an uh, enzyme that breaks down the ability of the body to absorb B vitamins. So that can also cause a whole round of other types of um, problems. So Um, My bottom suggestion is I I really wouldn't recommend going there. Um, If the base of the diet is a good quality cat diet, then I think you're better off to do that. And, uh, you know, I know... Oodles of people that would say, "Oh, I fed my cat tuna here and there," um, you know, but you just got to be very careful. There's, um, you know, higher uh, risk of bacterial related um, infections, these nutritional deficiencies, um, and I just don't know that I would really want to gamble with that. Plus, traveling, my gosh, isn't it easier just to <laughs> make a commercial diet in your situation? Well, she um, has kind of a
13: problem with some of the canned cat foods and. She'll eat them, and before she can even walk away from the dish, she's already
3: thrown it up. You know, there are some kitties that cannot tolerate canned food. Um, I see a lot of them sometimes start off where we just think it's just the canned food they can't tolerate. And then with time, we go on to discover they may actually have more established intestinal disease, such as inflammatory bowel disease. So I think sometimes that's kind of the early start that we make those notices. And then later on, we we discover they really do have more of a a digestive problem. So, um, in those lines, then I'll actually look at using hypoallergenic diets for those kitties that are the free. Frequent vomiters um, that just don't tolerate certain changes in their diet. So that, that might be one avenue we can go with for your baby.
13: Okay, well thank you very much.
3: Thanks for listening, Lynn. Hi, this
6: is Joy Behar on Animal Radio. Please stay in new to your pets.
1: You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android.
2: It's Animal Radio. Celebrating the connection with our pets, here's the toll-free number, 1-866-405-8405. Come on
4: back in the studio here,
2: Molly. Got to get the studio dog back in the studio.
4: Yeah, don't want her running around the building. People will complain. <laughs> She's like your shadow, isn't she? She is. She I follows
2: the- you everywhere, doesn't she? I
4: come in the studio, she comes in the studio. It's kind of cute. It
2: is. You two yeah. are inseparable. I want to welcome to the airwaves Abe Lerner. He is from Neutral Life Pet. In fact, he's the pet health coordinator over at Neutral Life Pet. Hey, Abe, how you doing?
9: How you guys doing? I'm doing fine. How's your day?
2: Oh, splendid so far. Tell us a little bit about Neutral Life. I know Neutral Life's been around for a long time, and I'm not so sure about Neutral Life Pet.
9: Neutral Life began in the late 90s. We're based in central New Jersey. At the time, we started out making manufacturing high-quality human dietary supplements, in 2010, we actually created a pet division called Neutral Life Pet, uh-huh. which is dedicated specifically to pets.
4: So what kind of pet products do you have?
9: So the pet products that we have is sort of um, an extension of our human pet, human products. Sure, if it works for the humans. It works, yeah. What's good what's good for you is good for the pet, right? Exactly. So our one of our, our flagship products that we make is called SAMI, which stands for s adenosol methionine. And in humans, it's actually something, it's a natural compound that exists in everyone's body. And one of the effects that it has in a positive way is joint health. And we found that many pet owners actually started giving their pets these uh, dietary supplements that they were taking for themselves. And that basically was yeah. something we weren't surprised with. And that's where we launched Neutralize Pet. And, you know, knowing that pets have their own specific needs to be catered to, it's designed specifically for pets to help them. One of the areas that they're helped with is joint health.
2: And so it it helps with uh, cartilage support. What else? It lubricates the joints?
9: Yeah. It's it's something that the the pets really see a big difference in. After going on the regimen for a while, they can actually, you can see that it promotes sort of like a spring in their step. And... uh, a lot of pet owners who've used it themselves have actually seen a big difference, how their pets reacted towards it.
4: Now, is this something I would use as a preventative, or do I wait till I actually see signs in my dog that they're having difficulty moving?
9: That, that's a great question. The truth is, unfortunately, sometimes people start using it and it's too late. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, not something that can't be corrected, but the best thing is actually to use it beforehand and we recommend using it as almost like a preventive type of supplement because although the body produces a natural you know, amount of SAMI, very often, especially in the senior dog population or the cat, cat population, the body doesn't produce as much as it used to. So when you actually use it as a sort of like a preventive, like uh-huh. a supplement, it helps the body bolster its amount of SAMI that's being produced.
4: Oh, that's great. How how young can I give it to
9: them? You can give it to them very young. It doesn't really make it doesn't make a difference because it, it's something that they could uh, use all the time. It helps them get that spring in their step, as I said.
2: I also see, it says on the box, joint and liver support. What kind of liver support?
9: Liver is also one of the areas that ultra-joint liver support is able to help. The liver area, you know, unfortunately, you have a lot of pets that have liver disease um, especially like stray cats, you know, that they have a lot of dangerous toxins that they to, they get when they're they in the garbage. And, you know, sometimes it can have an effect of a loss of appetite or a weight loss. This actually gives them a better production of the bile and it strengthens the liver as well.
2: Now, I understand you put together a special deal for animal radio listeners. Tell us about it and where we can get it.
9: Sure. Special for in conjunction with launching our new campaign on Animal Radio, you can log onto our website www. com and enter that coupon code Animal Radio, or you can call our toll free number at one eight four four PET e That's P E T S A M E. Yeah, I want to make sure you get the spelling right because it's not like Sammy Davis
2: Jr. <laughs> it's it's S A M E one eight four four PET S A M E. Or head on over to neutrallifepet.com and of course links to everything you've heard on today's show over at animalradio.com. Abe, thanks so much for joining us.
9: My pleasure. Thank you. It was a pleasure speaking to you.
2: Hey Beth, how are you?
0: I have a question for, um, Dr. Debbie. I have four dogs. Three of them are labs. One is a mixed breed. And they are, I think, senior dogs. Two of them are 12 years old and the other two are 9 years old. Okay. And I have four la- I have three labs and, like I said, a mixed breed. I was wondering I read somewhere about feeding the dogs. We feed our dogs at night or late late in the afternoon. I read somewhere that as your dog get up, gets older that perhaps it's a it's better to feed to split up the feeding, feed in the morning and then at night. What do you
3: think? You know, I personally in general, for any dog, I like feeding twice a day, and there's a couple reasons. It generally kind of coincides with the social time in the household, so it's a bonding time, um, and I do meal feeding for my dogs, so I set it down, and it, it's a time for me to kind of reward them and also practice some obedience uh, skills as well. But also it helps to kind of set that pattern of this is what you're going to do for the day. And, and for many dogs, maybe not so much in an older dog, but it helps to decrease boredom if they have things to do at the beginning and the end of the day, something to look forward to. So they may be less apt to chew things in the yard or around the house. Um, and then I'd say the once-a-day thing for an older pet, we might be a little bit more worried about some health problems. Um, if there's any continence issues, then um, twice-a-day feeding might be a little tough if they're unsupervised for periods of the time. Um, but it does have the benefit of if you feed twice a day, it can help to maybe decrease the risk of something such as bloat, which is a problem, especially in larger dogs when um, it 's better if we feed small meals more often than very one large very uh, big meal during the day, so that would be maybe a health benefit I could see for your situation there. But the honest truth is some dogs prefer once a day eating. And if it's kind of ingrained and they seem satisfied, then then there's no reason you have to change it. It would be more just a strategy to kind of work on some of those other things. And in older pets, we want to make sure they are eating. So um, twice a day feeding does give you that opportunity to really kind of observe their eating and drinking on a more frequent uh, interval. and, And that might be a benefit for the older timers as well.
0: Hey, okay, well, thank you so much. I really appreciate your help. Thank you.
2: Thanks for calling today One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five 405 8405
1: to connect with anyone of the Dream Team. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. 405 8405 Hi, this is Jessica Taylor Ferguson from Modern Family. I'm on Animal Radio. Adopt a pet. Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White and groomer Joey Villani. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And the
2: phones are ringing white hot with your calls toll-free, 1-866-405-8405 for Dr. Debbie or Joey Villani. And in just a few minutes, Animal Radio veterinary correspondent Dr. Marty Becker will be back on the show. Uh, It says up here on the grease board, If you see these five things in your cat, it's an emergency. This is what he's going to be talking about. Uh, I thought we did that. Did we not do that? No,
4: no, no. It was dogs. It was dogs last time. different things for cats and dogs.
2: Okay. So this is for the cats. If you see any of these five things in your cats, it's an emergency. And that's coming up with Dr. Marty Becker in just a couple of minutes. Lori Brooks working so hard in the newsroom. What do you got going on?
6: Um well, you know when I, I got here early today
2: uh-huh, I and that.
6: I, I went into uh Dr. Debbie's office mm-hmm. and I, she had a science journal I I have that, Dr. Debbie. You're not missing it. I was looking through it. There's a (laughs) new thing. Uh, Sorry. Uh, But there's something new going on. It's um, a new way that is being tested. It's in trials right now. Uh, A shot or an injection that can be used as something key, super huge in the life of all kinds of animals, dogs, cats, anything. Oh,
2: that's on the way. I cannot wait. Mm-hmm. Well, I tell you, when I ask for a tease, you really do tease me. <laughs> I just, uh, every time, don't give it away your story. You get
6: them on the hook every time. Just don't leave any magazines laying around. There's a uh,
2: news story that uh, Judy just handed me. This is cute. This is out of San Francisco, where the San Francisco police officers uh, were called to a man threatening to jump from a building down on Market Street, uh, or the Market neighborhood on Wednesday. Uh, the officers set up their foam pads beneath the window, you know, just in case he jumped. They brought in uh, trained hostage negotiators and they tried for more than three hours to talk this guy out of jumping from the building. With the man still ready to jump, negotiators took kind of an unorthodox approach and brought in his pet cat.
4: Isn't that awesome? Yes. They oh, that's great. Went
2: to his house, got his cat, and you know, it's common to call in like uh, family.
4: Right, family to, members, a mother, brother, sister, somebody, yeah. So cat this cat was family to him. Cat that's was right. family. Uh, they right. brought
2: in this little orange, calm little kitty. Which is interesting that the kitty was calm in you know, all of this action. <laughs> uh-huh. and, and the guy surrendered and, and came on down. So there's oh. a story uh, yeah. that uh, has a good ending. And you, you know, you really should never underestimate the power of love between people and their pets.
3: Oh, yeah, so true. And I think that's just a great note to end on. <laughs> yes.
6: Dolly, you bored her. I'm sorry.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's not impressed, huh? It's a cat it. story, that's why.
6: Hi, who's this? <laughs>
14: Hi, it's
2: Crystal. How are you? Good Crystal. Where are you calling from?
14: Um I live in Chattanooga, but I'm on my boyfriend is a truck driver and we're in Illinois right now.
2: Ooh, you got a boyfriend that'll take you all across the country, huh? Everywhere. Yes. You travel it's
14: fabulous. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you
2: are on with Dr. Debbie.
14: I I have a quick question for you. I have two um two cats. They're about four years old. They are they're long haired and they are mancoons. So they're very big cats. From what I've been told, mancoons are pretty large.
3: Um, yeah, they're, they're a good-sized kitty. <laughs>
14: yeah. <laughs> and um, about a year and a half ago, about a year ago, I had taken both of them to the vet. and My boy, his name is Tigger, he was just under 20 pounds. And the vet said that he was um, could stand to lose a pound or two but was not scarcely overweight. Um, uh-huh. Here, I have not taken to the vet this year, but I'm sure he's probably about 23 pounds, maybe. It's and uh, Climbing he just,
6: that scale up.
14: <laughs> he, he just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And I, I tried to cut his food down at one time. I've, I've been on the road with my boyfriend the last couple of weeks, so I've been leaving food out for them. He just eats it all up real fast as soon as he can. And I don't know what I what should I do. <laughs> I need to get him to lose weight and stop this. He eats way yeah. too fast.
3: Yeah, so they're on automatic feeding or you just leave a bowl out? No,
14: it's well, it's, it's called a self-feeder, but you just fill it up, and whenever they eat whatever's in the bowl, more comes out. It's not set okay. on a time or anything like
3: that. Okay. Well, um, for those that don't know, a, a Maine Coon cat is kind of like the sumo wrestler of the cat world. They are big. Um, they're big-bodied, but they don't necessarily have to be. Fat, Um, And and I see some challenges that you have in your living situation for Tigger. And and the the honest truth is that more cats get fat on a free choice dry food than on anything else. So that is going to be one big limitation for you. Canned food, and and this is where veterinarians kind of back up and say, I know I told you not to feed canned food, but I'm telling you to feed it now. Um, (laughs) Canned food can actually be... Um, more helpful when we're managing weight problems in cats. And it's because that they don't have, um, their appetite centers don't seem to kind of go haywire with that. With dry food, they kind of graze and they eat and they eat and they eat and they're trying to fill themselves up on the carbohydrates and the protein. And in canned food, there's generally more protein. And that's kind of where I like to go with kitties that have weight problems. I go kind of on what they call the Catkins diet, <laughs> where, <Okay. laughs> we're, where we're not limiting carbohydrates, but rather we're increasing protein. And then that's the focus. Um, so there are some dry foods out there that um, are more geared that way. Um, I believe Innova has a dry food. Um, so if you're looking for one kind of leading that way and you can't go to the canned varieties, and I'm not just talking about given like fancy feast or other canned right. foods um if we're really dealing with a weight issue then i would talk to your veterinarian about a weight loss diet that is kind of catkins friendly and they'll know the ones there's you know purina has one called om uh, hills has one md um but those kind of follow that philosophy for cats because they really are carnivores and we have to keep that in mind okay um And then, I mean, the other thing is, you know, indoor cats are safe from a lot of things outside, but they don't always get the most activity, and that's, I'd look for ways that we can enrich that and find some challenging ways to um, increase their activity level. So I don't know if if you have tried anything along that route so far.
14: Yeah, I try to get them toys, but they they break them pretty fast, so I go through their toys pretty fast. (laughs) But um, I have tried to play with them a little more, especially here recently, since it's quite noticeable that he's gained some weight in the last
13: couple months.
3: Yeah. And if you're around, um, one good way is to, to kind of, instead of leaving food out, is to have like little mini meals through the day where you can either hide the food or put it in a toy and kind of make them work for that rather than have them just sit down in front of the food bowl and say, feed me, mom. <laughs> and then for activity and toys, it, we know we can't get cats on treadmills. So that's, forget right. that. <laughs> but a lot of people have success with things like laser pointers. Um, in wow. using that as a way to get them out and get them active, um, cat dancers and little feather toys where you kind of swing it around and get them moving, those are all really good things as well. Um, and then if you have a cat that you're fortunate that likes to retrieve or to bat a ball around, that too is, you know, wait little ways we can get that activity level up because it's the same formula <laughs> for dogs and cats as it is for people. Okay. Restrict the yeah, calories. I, think I like the
14: laser thing. I've had a laser before and they both liked it. Uh, Emma likes balls, Tigger doesn't really,
3: so yeah, just find more and,
4: things to play with him.
3: <laughs> Yeah, and find definitely things that you know that will work for your kitty. And, um, you know, it takes time, and we really, when we're talking about trying to lose weight in cats, we really... Want to keep in mind, we don't want them to not eat anything because there can be some very dangerous liver problems that happen if cats stop eating completely. So we're not talking about tough love with food in cats. We just want to try to trick them into eating the way we want them to eat. So that okay. is very important. So the
13: can so, uh, help slow down a little as well. I'm sorry. Well, the
14: canned did help him slow down eating.
3: For some cats, yeah, um, and the, the, canned foods, um, in general, um, when I'm talking about canned foods, I'm talking about these weight loss diets. So, right. um, that's, that's what we're focusing on. But, um, they generally don't have that same tendency to kind of go overboard as okay. well as they can, you can control the feeding times if you feed out, um, once, in the morning, once in the evening, maybe a mini meal in the day, just keep in mind the daily amount that you have to feed. And if you talk to your veterinarian about uh, how much to feed, um, a lot of vets will just say, follow the instructions on the bag or on the container. And I've been guilty of that because sometimes you're busy and it's hard to do, but <laughs> we really want to ask your veterinary professional to calculate your pet's calorie needs because that's very important. Some pets are very active, some are not. Calculate their calorie needs and then figure out how much is in the food that you're feeding. Because um, every food's different and we don't want to just assume, you know, half a cup or a quarter a can is going to be enough or what have you. So okay. make your vet do the work.
7: <laughs>
14: All right, great. Thank you so much.
3: Okay, my pleasure Crystal and thank you for the call. I know a lot of people are out there battling the battle of the bulge with their cats and dogs and you know it takes hard work, stick with it and uh, you can get through it. Keep those pets healthy because obesity is actually one of the most common diseases in pets. This is Dr. Debbie on Animal Radio. 1866-405-8405.
2: This portion of Animal Radio was underwritten by NeutraLife Ultra Joint and Liver Support. If your pet has difficulty walking or running, listen up. Ultra Joint and Liver Support from Neutral Life Pet has Sammy. You've heard about it. Now try it. Buy one box and get one free using the code ANIMALRADIO. Call 1-844-PET-SAME or visit NeutralLifePet.com. And thanks for underwriting Animal Radio. Uh,
3: Let me secure her for a second before we secure Sure. (laughs) That's
4: That's (laughs) a nice thing.
3: Anybody want
6: a treat?
2: (laughs) It's too bad this is uh radio. We have all our animals dressed up in our Halloween garb, or most of them dressed up in what they'll be wearing for Halloween. And it's it's very cute. But I don't know. They I don't know. Some of them like it, some of them don't like it. I don't think Nikki likes it. So
6: Dr. Debbie's is gone what to... her problem is.
3: Yeah, I think so.
2: Okay. And uh is it uh that Nikki doesn't like the costume you put on?
3: <laughs> no. Maybe she doesn't like my new haircut, I don't know. <laughs> Oh,
2: that's a new haircut, huh? Um, wow. You, you didn't t- notice that? I thought Hal? that was a costume, since we were all in costume today.
3: Well, thanks a lot, Hal. No,
2: I just, it looks good. I was going to say, hey, it looks good.
6: <laughs> Seriously. You're w- batting a thousand. Keep going,
2: yeah, Hal. Okay. Stop, I think
3: you should stop while he's ahead. <laughs>
2: Let's just go to the phones. Maybe Chris can save us. Hey, Chris, how are you doing?
8: I'm doing good, guys. How are you?
2: Good. Where are you calling from today?
8: Uh, Alpine, California.
2: Alpine. Okay, I love that area. Down by uh, San Diego, huh? Correct. Okay, so what's going on? How can we help you?
8: Well, I have a two-and-a-half-year-old English lab, Black. Um, his name is Wally, and for the past couple of weeks, Wally has decided that um, he wants to poop in the house. Uh, mm-hmm. The only thing that I can think of, you know, as far as, like, changes around the house that we've made, um, we did have to move his crate from one side of the living room to another, and he's pretty much free to come and go out of the crate as he wants to, Uh, but, um, you know, and, and we have a visitor, uh, in town, my mother-in-law is here visiting, uh, and so, you know, other than that, there, not really anything has changed, but he will just, um, you know, he doesn't give us any sign that he wants to get outside and go use the bathroom, and Mm -hmm. when we're not looking, he'll find a spot, normally right in the middle of the floor, and, uh, take care of his business, and then go on the crate and look at us, like, you know, what did I do? (laughs)
3: Okay, <laughs> so interesting. So does he have, um, how does he go to the bathroom? Does he go doggy door? Do you have to let him out when he goes?
8: No, we we take him out. Um, we live in a condo, so, uh, you know, we go and walk him pretty good, and we've got several green common areas, and then, you know, we walk uh, up and down the street and, you know, get him to stretch his legs out, and sometimes we'll take him out to the grass, pull his leash off, and just let him, like, run around in circles a few times, you know, and burn off some energy.
3: Mm-hmm. And so, does this um, the accidents? Does that coincide with when your mother in law has been visiting them?
8: Um, pretty close to it. <laughs> That's yeah, okay. I would. No, no. <laughs> she's she's a great woman. You know, I don't want to get myself in trouble here. She really no, is. absolutely not. She was, of course, I'm going to save you, you, know? you here
3: because yes. I'm not even going to okay. let you even go there. But okay. I guess what I was going to get at is that anytime there is a, a major change in household schedules. Um, anything that could be perceived as a stressor to a dog. And a stress is something that alters the way that they perceive or that they feel that they can move about within their environment. So that certainly could have some role. That and combined with, you know, changing the location of, you know, the um, the kennel or the crate where, where he, he resides. So that certainly can. So that may mean we need to really look at um, his overall, um, what he's telling us. Um, if he doesn't signal well when he needs to go to the bathroom, that's one thing that we can start to try to work on because hopefully this, you know, Know, your visitor, once, that, once your visitor leaves, hopefully the and problem will go away. But if it doesn't, then it, it actually can just kind of trigger this type of problem. So when okay. we have a stressor, it creates anxiety. Dogs don't know what to do, so they fall out of their habits, and we're more likely to see a problem with house training.
8: He will normally let us know um, if he's got to go. He, he has a way of kind of gently nudging our hand or kind of grabbing our hand with his teeth but not really biting, you know, it's just kind of like, okay, it's time to go, but he, he really hasn't given us those signals like he normally does. He just, mm-hmm. you know... And, and this is where, when, and,
3: when we have a change in the household, there's different things going on. So there's a different pattern of our behavior what we may right. notice what we may recognize so a lot of this is also addressing our our own behavior so if you have a house right. guest and you're having something like this um then it does mean addressing some of those basic house house training skills and going back to square one so you know making sure we are setting up a special time where he can go outside without soliciting it and asking for it and okay. um, you know making sure that he is feeling included so that you know we're not if, if we're, all we're doing is visiting with our visitor and we're not paying attention to him, we don't want to say that he's feeling bad or feeling like he's left out, because then we put human emotions on it, but we may be more apt right. to see some stress or anxiety behaviors. So, okay. um, so so, that's definitely, and since you are in an ap- apartment, uh, if this was a home and he was doing that and he still say had a doggy door access, I would still say take him on that leash and take him outside and positive rewards You know, when he does the potty um, outside and really make it a big deal and that he's doing the right thing in the right location and this is what makes me happy and stress that and not so much when he has his failure um, because we don't really want to dwell on that because that actually can amplify a dog that's having some anxiety over a situation And, uh, and then make sure you are you know the areas that he is doing this make sure that we are using a good enzyme based cleaner to take that scent out because that is a very important part of things. Because there are some dogs that when they have anxiety and they feel unsure about things, they will actually defecate in the close environment because that is where they feel safe that's their home zone so for any reason he's feeling less than safe right now um you know we want to make sure that we're also working on his confidence so um you know allowing him to do things that give him satisfaction and that he can succeed at so you know if he likes to retrieve throw the ball um have him give it back to you um some dogs just basic obedience is a reasserting on a daily basis I'm going to request you to do this, and you do this, and you get a reward. And that's just one of those things that just helps to give them confidence that they're they're learning a skill, um, they're challenging their mind, and it, it really can make them feel more complete.
8: Awesome. All right. I appreciate the uh, advice, guys.
3: Hey, thanks okay. for listening. We appreciate your call. Toll
2: free at 1-866-405-8405. Good luck with the uh, mother-in-law. <laughs> I, just, I get nervous, and the dog picks up on that. But I try to hide it, but the dog is just so smart. Remember, you can ask your questions on the Animal Radio app for iPhone, Android, and Blackberry if you can't get through. Well, this portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Solid Gold Holistic Pet Food. It is crafted with gold source core nutrition for your pet's optimal health. Each solid gold recipe is perfectly balanced for a lifetime of happiness. Make the solid gold switch today.
1: And thanks, guys,
2: for underwriting Animal
1: Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. When the
10: leading antihistamine and Nasacort go nose-to-nose, Nasacort wins stopping more of the chemical responses that can cause your nasal allergy symptoms and when you stop more causes you get 24-hour relief from sneezing an itchy runny nose even congestion it's prescription strength medicine available over the counter Nasacort allergy 24-hour stops more of what makes you miserable uses directed
15: geico applauds your inner park ranger
5: Mother Nature appreciates the part of you that knows the difference between the red-bellied and the three-toed woodpecker. GEICO also has specialized agents who admire your gusto for the great outdoors. Agents who help with more than just car insurance. These GEICO agents can insure the RV that will take you and the whole family cross-country. The RV that makes
2: National Forest synonymous with happy place. So what are you waiting for? 180 types of
1: woodpeckers are ready to be identified. GEICO for your RV. See how much you could save.
11: Did you know canine caviar diets are formulated with common health concerns in mind, such as diabetes, cancer, and kidney disease? You see, canine caviar uses low GI carbs, which reduce hunger and prolong physical endurance free of GMO, gluten, hormones, steroids, and antibiotics. Canine Caviar's five-star dog and cat foods are the only alkaline-based foods in the world, and that promotes a healthy lifestyle for your furry family. Find out more at caninecaviar.com.
8: America was built by people with a few dollars and a dream. And while many don't know it, there's one path to success that still only requires a dream and about $10. That's right. If your dream is to start or grow your business, something as simple as the right business card could make all the difference. And today, at Vistaprint.com, you can get 500 full-color business cards for only $9.99. That's right, only $9.99. Just go to Vistaprint.com and enter code 8383 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 8383.
13: Hey, this is Paula Poundstone. Wait, I forget where I am. Animal Radio. Animal Radio. I love that. All right. Hey, this is Paula Poundstone on Animal Radio. Spay and neuter your pets, or we're going to be eating alive!
1: You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at (laughs) 1-866-405-8405. It's
2: Animal Radio. We're just a bunch of animals around here. Having an animal kind of time. Lori, how are you doing? What are you working on over there in the newsroom?
6: Well, there's a, um, a method of transportation we've been using for quite some time that is finally at last going to allow us to try taking animals along for a ride. Is it jetpack? You know, there's <laughs> no, but it's much, it's, it's ancient compared to jetpacks out, but there's a lot of <laughs> ifs and things that you have to do kind of like flying with your pets. So we'll give you the lowdown.
2: Okay, that's on the way right here on Animal Radio. We're going to head to the phones in just a second. Uh, Wacky Wednesday's big Facebook contest. We do this every Wednesday. It's where you upload your wackiest Wednesday pictures or your wackiest pet pictures. You can be in the pictures, too. It depends, and just as long as they're wacky. And uh, upload them to our Facebook page, the ones with the most likes and the most shares. Picks up great prizes from our sponsors. And this week, Miss Francis, what have you wrangled for us?
4: Well, I hope I'm pronouncing it right. It's the Hachiko. It's a smart dog Hachiko. collar sensor and app. Hachiko. 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 You just attach it to any harness or collar and it measures your dog's activity using Bluetooth technology. That's
2: it's, a great prize. It's
4: hundred percent waterproof and has a twelve month battery life.
2: What do you what do you think about that? Hey, if you want to pick up on that, all you have to do is upload your wacky Wednesday pictures at our Facebook page and the most likes and most shares picks up that prize right there. Is that the bat phone? Ringing? That was the bat phone. <laughs> is
6: that the bat dog? <laughs> Everybody's dogs have checked in today.
10: This is an Animal Radio News Update. Brought to you by Drs. Foster & Smith Pet Pharmacy. With prescription medications and over-the-counter products like Advantix Flea & Tick medication delivered right to your door. Learn more at FosterAndSmith.com. I'm
6: Lori Brooks, like one of our favorite people on the planet, Bob Barker. We always like to remind people as a family, as a business, as individuals, remind people to spay or neuter their pets. But check this out. Researchers at Caltech have come up with a different, much less expensive and less invasive option than traditional spay and neuter. All it is, one shot. A simple injection. The researchers found that just one shot into muscle tissue in mice was able to stop sperm and egg production. This study at this point is just proof of concept in mice only. But more research, of course, is going to be done. You can bet that to assess if it would be effective in dogs or cats. Right now, the Cincinnati Zoo is conducting a pilot study, in fact, with female cats to see if that shot works. Traveling with your fur kids is not usually easy. It takes a lot of planning and preparation. And, in fact, in some ways you want to travel, you can't even take your pet, so it's not even possible. But now Amtrak is letting passengers bring their pets aboard some of their northeast regional trains. The service started this week after a successful trial in Illinois. Now, just keep in mind that Amtrak does charge 25 bucks for your pet and your pet Plus, the carrier combined has to be a weight of 20 pounds or less and it has to be able to be placed underneath your seat. Of course, service animals are always allowed. An anonymous real-life hero saved the life of a dog who was trapped inside of a burning home this week in Tennessee. As someone who witnessed it describes, this guy in a gray Mustang pulls up and says, I do this for a living. He gets out of the car, runs in, and comes out of the burning house about two minutes later holding this beautiful dog in his arms. Well, less than one minute later, after the guy and the dog get out of the house, the roof caves in. Everything is burning. While adding to the joy of saving the dog who was being cared for by a pet sitter while his owners were out of town, well, also, three cats who were believed to have died in the fire, they have been found roaming around the neighborhood, though the house was a total loss. But all the pets are alive. I'm Lori Brooks. Get more breaking animal news anytime
10: at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Drs. Foster & Smith Pet Pharmacy. With everyday low prices on products like Quellin and Rimadil, delivered right to your door with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Learn more at FosterAndSmith.com.
5: Doctors Foster & Smith Pet Supplies have a vet VIPPS-accredited online pharmacy covering all your pet's needs, from heartworm medications and anti-inflammatories like Rimadyl to non-prescription items like canine Advantix, flea, and tick preventive. Doctors Foster & Smith has your pet covered. We'll even contact your vet for you, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day with free shipping on orders over $49. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first. As an entrepreneur, you're always on the go. So turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper. The Entrepreneur's Phone System. Get a new business number or keep your current one. Sound professional with a main greeting and multiple extensions that forward callers to your mobile phone. You can even get voicemails transcribed. Join over 150,000 small businesses who stay connected with Grasshopper. See how it works at grasshopper.com. The Entrepreneur's Phone System.
1: You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. We'll head back to your calls in just a second for Dr. Debbie and Joey
2: Polani. Toll free at 1-866-405-8405. But first, time to visit with our good friend, Animal Radio Veterinary Correspondent, Dr. Marty Becker. And uh, when I saw this on the grease board today, the topic, if you see these five things in your cat, it's an emergency. And I said, well, didn't we do that? And apparently, no,
15: we did dogs. So now right. it's time
2: for your cat. So cat owners... Different.
15: Uh, listen up. Dr. Becker, how are you doing? Hey, friends. And, and you know what? You know, the king of corny here. When I give my wife, I don't give her 12 roses. I give her 12 red roses and a white rose. And that's called the Becker's Dozen. I get it? So the Baker's Dozen. <laughs> so Dozen. I'm going to give you <laughs> six. Oh, really? Of five. No. For the price of five. Okay. For the price of five. And one of the things I do, a lot like Deb does, you know, we're practicing. As a matter of fact, I'm practicing tomorrow. We have our textbooks, we have the Veterinary Information Network, we go to conferences, we have textbooks, so we're constantly learning. So before I did this, I reached out to the two really known uh, veterinary emergency specialists. I wanted to verify that I had this right. So I'm going to tell these to you, and, and they're not in any particular order, okay? So if I was going to give you a number seven, it's kind of a no-brainer, and that's a pet you find unconscious. So that does happen. So of course you're going to take it to the veterinarian. Sure. sure. But the first thing I start about is the sudden inability to use the hind legs. And it's not uncommon for a cat to get a thrombus. And so we call it a saddle thrombus. So the aorta goes down. uh, The aorta is the biggest vessel that leaves the heart. And it goes down and it bifurcates and goes down each leg in a femoral artery. And you can get a clot there. And that can cause them to suddenly not be able to use the rear end. There's also some neurologic things. But if your cat's wobbly in their rear end, you know it shows weakness. It's not been able to pick its feet up normally. That's Definitely rush it in time because if it is a clot, the sooner we see it, the better. Uh, the second thing is uh, I put down unable to urinate, but I, I would kind of expand that about multiple trips to the litter box because sometimes people think their cat is constipated. They don't realize that it's not able to urinate. So if you're seeing your cat going back to the litter box, going back to the litter box and you look in there, there's there's no spots of urine. That's rushed to the fat time. Okay. Because that could, that can get in a big problem in a big hurry. Uh, the third thing would be bleeding from a wound or an orifice. So you see bleeding from the mouth, see bleeding from the ears, from the rectum, or see some kind of visible wound. The, the next thing is ingesting a poison. And the number one thing I think about is lilies. And we also want to add Tylenol to that. So the first one is lilies that are so fragrant. And, you know, we love to smell them. And unfortunately, cats do too. Mm. And we have a saying in veterinary medicine, lilies are lethal. Uh, attacked by a dog, hit my car, ran through the fan belt, high fall. Sometimes these cats, I've had a cat, couldn't get the cat out of the tree, and literally after about 10 days had to cut the tree down with a cat in it. It was so, It was. this sounds made up, but the tree was too high to get it with a cherry picker. I had somebody else come out and try to get it down. The only thing we could think of finally was to cut it down. And so the cat flew out of there like you'd have a, you know, uh chuck it. You I know. Bet. So this chuck was about sixty feet high with a cat come flying out of the end of it. You know, it's been up there about oh, probably ten days without food or water. Oh, so but wow. immediately it, it ran it ran off and it was just fine. You think it's just fine, but no it wasn't just fine. So I take it to the vet and you know, if it gets attacked by a dog, hit by a car, run through a fan belt, any kind of trauma like that. Uh, that's about it. The, of those things I'd worry the most about that we see most commonly is unable to urinate. That's for sure the one that that I would think would be the, the highest thing along if you see it in just lily some kind of a poison. Mm,
13: okay.
4: But what about if a cat doesn't eat in 24 hours?
15: Oh, that's different than a
2: dog not eating in 24 hours. Yeah. Def-
15: definitely. Definitely. The cats uh, can get in a you know a lot of trouble in a big hurry and we're we're running through this we've got five dogs now and three cats and you can change dog food and they can go a couple days without eating usually they'll buckle in but with a cat that doesn't eat for whatever reason that can definitely be an emergency you should definitely take it in you never know what it is you know you never know if it's the early stage of uh, obstruction you never know if it's uh, just impacted with hair you never know what it is so it's you know the best thing we can do is come in and run our tests and find out that everything was fine and and uh, give it something a little more palatable and it starts eating again. Yeah. Okay. All
2: good information there. We'll put that over at the website at animalradio.com now. And I just mentioned this before. Starting Monday, the happy, the healthy, happy dog summit kicks off. It is free. It is online. There are some great lecturers. Among them is your daughter, Mikael Becker, will be joining us.
15: Hey. Oh. Great. She was over this weekend, by the way, and and was helping. My wife is into pet massage now, so we got everybody involved with pets. So a vet, a trainer, and a pet massage therapist.
4: <laughs> all in the family.
15: <laughs> all the family.
2: It all in the family. Dr. Marty Becker, thanks so much for joining us. Look forward to doing it again. Thank you, friends. This portion of Animal Radio is underwritten by Company of Animals. Now, we all want to have a dog that runs around and plays. That's the fun part. But if you have a dog that chases other dogs, Or people, not so fun, is it? If you have a chaser, chances are you're getting tired of calling him back and frankly chasing after him. If this sounds like you, you really need to check out the pet corrector. See, that's the pet corrector from the Company of Animals. One little simple hiss, that'll help you solve your problem. You can learn more about this over at companyofanimals.us. And thanks, guys, for underwriting Animal Radio. We're going to head back to the phones for your calls toll free 1 866 405 8405.
7: Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Police in Cleveland have a new weapon on the war on drugs. And she only weighs eight pounds. Midge, a chihuahua rat terrier mix, is Cleveland's newest canine officer. Canine dogs are usually larger breeds, but Midge doesn't let that hold her back. She just passed her state-certified drug training test with high marks in finding marijuana. Her small size was actually an asset. She has a special talent for sniffing it out using her tiny nose to get into small spaces. Her talents have landed her on numerous TV shows including CNN, MSNBC, and the Rachel Ray Cooking Show, where that talented nose of hers probably got a real workout. I'm Brit Savage for Animal Radio. Hello.
2: I want to remind you before we go today that starting Monday is the Healthy, Happy Dog Summit. This summit includes 30 leading experts in the industries, all names you'll recognize, or at least many names that you'll recognize, and it is free. If you'd like to be a part of this summit and uh, find out all this great information that will help you have a happy, healthy dog, head on over to animalradio.com summit. And sign up. It starts Monday, goes on for a couple of weeks here, and it is free. Animalradio.com slash summit. Of course, all that information over at Animalradio.com. Judy, I must say that Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, smells absolutely delicious today. And I noticed you've been giving her kind of a lot of baths lately.
4: I know. I've been giving them a little more than usual. But, you know, they say you can give them multiple baths if you use the right product. Okay. Something you don't want to use, something that's too drying. So I've been using... The Lucy Pet Product Shampoo line. And they have all Mm. these great fragrances. And I mean, I want to use them all, but I'm trying to be very patient and use one at a time. Every week, she'll smell like a different fragrance.
2: Now, in between, you can use the leave-in conditioning spray. And you can uh, just brush that in. Brush in the leave-in conditioning spray. If you spray it right into your dog's coat, brush it in. It'll help condition the skin and fur, as well as keep that fragrance on your dog. So it's sort of an in-between
4: if you like. Yeah, a little pick-me-up, a little fragrance pick-me-up. They will smell wonderful.
2: And I can't say enough about Lucy Pet Products and their mission. They are products with a cause. Part of the proceeds go to help support the Lucy Pet Foundation. They're a 501c3 registered animal charity. And their mission is to reduce pet overpopulation and support causes that benefit animal welfare. So you know when you're buying this, that not only are you getting a great product, but you're also helping animals in need. And the good news, just in Petco this week. So you can get this over at Petco or any independent retailer. If they don't have it, ask them, say, hey, where's your Lucy Pet products, your Lucy Pet shampoos?
4: Boy, and if they do have it, you will notice them on the shelf. They will stand out because they're in these beautiful bottles that you want to leave out on your counter. You don't want to hide them away in the cupboards.
2: A great company making a great product. What flavor are you doing next? Or should I say, what fragrance are you doing next?
4: We're going to do the Surfing Jack, the coconut.
2: I like it. She's going to smell like a pina colada afterwards, right? Yes,
4: she is.
2: (laughs) It's Ladybug, the studio pina colada. And then during the week, you can use the leave-in conditioning spray.
4: Oh, yeah, just a little freshener.
2: Learn more about these guys over at LucyPetProducts.com, and you'll see why. We're just so excited about it.
1: You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. Hi, everybody. This is Frankie Avalon, and I love Animal Radio. Keep listening. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Hey there, dog
2: lovers, dog carers, people that take care of dogs, dog walkers. Anybody who's involved with dogs, listen up. The Healthy Happy Dogs Summit kicks off Monday. And all this next week, there's going to be 30 expert lectures from names like Victoria Stillwell, Dr. Nicholas Dodman, Sonia Fitzpatrick, the great animal communicator, Dr. Gene Dodds, all of these wonderful people and many more that I'm sure you know and would love to hear. They'll be speaking to you free of charge during the Healthy Happy Dogs Summit. That means it's free to attend the Healthy Happy Dogs Summit.
4: And does that mean I have to go there or how do I get? It's,
2: it's all online. It's
4: online. It's
2: online. So all you have to do is head on over to animalradio.com slash summit. Animalradio.com slash summit. And you'll get signed up and you'll learn all about the healthy happy dog summit. Don't miss this. There's going to be lectures on canine care and grooming, positive training, problem behaviors. If you have one of the, you know, like let's say the dog barks every time the doorbell rings. We all know dogs like <laughs> Why that. Why do
4: you look at me like that, Hal?
2: Traveling. If you travel with your animal, proper nutrition, healthy exercise, recognizing illnesses, all with some amazing experts. com slash summit to learn more about the Healthy, Happy Dog Summit. And that starts Monday, so you got to do it now. Did I mention it's free? Is this Vern?
12: Uh, yes, it is. Hey, Vern. How you doing? Excellent.
2: Thank you. Where are you calling from today?
12: Modesto, California. Lovely
2: Modesto. Yes, sir. You uh, No, it's not, sir. That's my dad. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm feeling old this week as it is. You are on with Dr. Debbie.
12: Yes, Dr. Debbie.
3: Hello, how you well, doing? Well, hi, Vern. Hi. I'm doing great. How are you today?
12: Excellent. Thank you. Uh, my question is, I have a Rhodesian back and um, I, ha- uh, I had her fixed, and right after I had her fixed, she started having problems with a leg. And I'm not really sure about, you know, her weight, because she immediately gained a whole bunch of weight.
3: What's her name? Her name is
12: Simba. Simba. I wasn't too sure. Yeah, female dog that I named Simba. But, it you know, I didn't know anything about a Ridgeback. I didn't even know she was a Ridgeback. And I took her to a PetSmart, and she walked around, and she picked up a toy. The first toy she picked up was a a lion, with a squeak. (laughs) And I thought, that's kind of ironic, you know, so it's, you know, almost like her color. And ever uh, since then, everything she likes has to be almost the exact same color she is. Her favorite cat (laughs) is an orange cat.
3: Well, that's interesting. I know, it is Uh, very interesting,
12: because now I keep questioning myself, are dogs really colorblind?
3: Hmm. Well, dogs are particularly colorblind, but they do see shades of gray. And how old is she? She is going to be training uh, eight pretty soon. Okay, so she's getting up there in her senior years, and you said this weight gain that she had it developed um, shortly after she was spayed.
12: Yes, ma'am. Uh-huh. Okay. And, and also, it had a. She came with a, a leg issue right after that when she gained the, the weight.
3: Yeah, well, and and you raise a good point, is that it could potentially be something that was kind of lingering under the surface that when she gained some weight, it it really put an extra force on, you know, those maybe questionable joints um, that were developing. So that's a possibility, and it's kind of hard to really prove that one way or another. Uh, But the one thing you did say as far as with a lot of female dogs can tend to gain weight after they've been spayed, and it's not... It doesn't have to happen. (laughs) It's something we can be prepared for because we know there's so many benefits to spaying our pets that extend their life um, that we know their metabolism changes once they are spayed. So what my suggestion and what I tell every one of my uh, female dog owners as they are getting that surgery done is you almost have to plan right away the day of that surgery to kind of slightly modify your feeding regimen. If they're on a puppy food at that time, you scale back and go to an adult food. Um, If you're feeding a certain amount, I'd like to scale back maybe a quarter cup a day Um, because if we continue feeding as we did before the surgery, um, they will gain weight. And it's not that it's a side effect of the surgery. It's just their metabolism does change when they're altered. So that's one thing you might have to work on some weight loss efforts now. Um, You know, Feeding a low-calorie food, uh, doing non-weight-bearing exercise like swimming is such a great thing if you have the capability. And in California, um, you know, that's certainly you might have that ability to exercise her. When we're talking about what is the perfect weight for dogs, there's not an exact number. You may have breed standards for the Rhodesian, which may be, oh, golly, somewhere between, you know, 60 pounds to 85 pounds. But what's more important is what we call body condition scoring. And this is something all veterinarians do when we examine a pet. We put a little notation in the pet's chart. And the body condition score is a number system that we use. And um, for our office, we use a one-to-five scoring method. A three is a perfect weight dog. But basically, some of the things we look at is we look at the overall shape. We want to see a little waistline, a silhouette, um, if you will, if you kind of stand over your dog. Um, when you look from the side, you want to see that their belly is kind of tucked up. There's a little flank If they're pretty much shaped like a sausage from either direction, that's an indication that you may have a weight problem for your pet. Now, and with the leg, there's some things that we would look at. When she's limping on that leg, does she pick it up completely or does she kind of put it down and just kind of gimp on it a little bit?
12: She gimps on it.
3: She gimps on it, okay. So that, too, I'd say we'd probably want to look at both her knee, to see the the health of her knee, make sure there's no problems with her kneecap popping out of place or a damaged ligament in the knee, as well as look at the hips because you know we, we definitely can see some a whole gamut of different problems in uh, not just in the um, Rhodesians but in a lot of the larger breed dogs. So now, okay. one other thing I didn't mention is um, some hormone problems or thyroid problems with an older pet that's gaining weight. That might be something we look at. Uh, Wouldn't time necessarily with the spay surgery um, if if your assumption is correct that she gained weight after that. But thyroid problems can definitely cause weight gain. So that, too, you might want to talk to your veterinarian about
2: Judy actually uses the body condition scoring test here for the UPS delivery men. She's actually given me, what, a minus 15? <laughs>
4: yeah, you're way out. You're not even on the record anymore. You're off the charts.
2: <laughs> this portion of Animal Radio is underwritten by Neutral Life Ultra Joint and Liver Support. If your pet has difficulty walking or running, you should try Ultra Joint and Liver Support from Neutral Life Pet with Sammy. Buy one box, get one free. Use the code ANIMALRADIO. Call 1-844-PET, S-A-M-E, or visit NeutralifePet.com. And thanks, Neutral Life, for underwriting Animal Radio. Okay, it's about time for us to get on out of here. I want to remind you, starting Monday is the Healthy, Happy Dog Summit. This summit includes 30 experts. Head on over to AnimalRadio.com slash summit and sign up. It starts Monday, goes on for a couple weeks here, and it is free AnimalRadio.com slash summit. Have yourself a great week.
6: Bye.
7: Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
5: Thick and moody, always adopt, don't declaw. This is Animal, Animal. Our Our ra- Radio Network.
11: Network.